0: section 8 of the natural history volume 6 this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the natural history volume 6 by pliny the elder translated by john bostock and henry thomas riley section 8 book 27 chapters ninety three to one hundred and twenty chapter ninety three the peplis cyce meconion or mecon aphrodes three remedies the peplis known by the various names of cyce meconion and mecon aphrodes is a shrub-like plant springing from a single diminutive root the leaves of it resemble those of rue but are a little larger the seed which lies beneath the leaves is round and smaller than that of the white poppy it is ordinarily gathered in vineyards at harvest time and is dried with the seed on receivers being placed beneath to catch it as it falls this seed taken in drink purges the boughs and carries off bile and pituitous secretions one acetabulum taken in three hemeni of Hydromel is a middling dose it is sprinkled also upon meat and other articles of food as a laxative medicine chapter ninety four the paraclymenas five remedies the paraclymenas is also a shrub-like plant with two whitish soft leaves arranged at intervals at the extremity among the leaves is the seed hard and very difficult to pluck it grows in ploughed fields and hedges entwining around every object from which it can gain support the seed is dried in the shade pounded and divided into lozenges these lozenges are left to dissolve in three ki of white wine for a period of thirty days and are given for diseases of the spleen the volume of which is gradually diminished either by discharges of bloody urine or else by alvine evacuation the effects of the medicament being perceptible at the end of 10 days the leaves boiled act as a diuretic and are useful for hardness of breathing taken in drink in manner above mentioned they facilitate delivery and bring away the afterbirth chapter 95 polecanon one remedy we have already spoken of polecanon as growing in cornfields a plant which throws out a number of shoots from thin stems and has leaves like those of the chickpea the seed which is contained in pods of a curved shape like diminutive horns and three or four in number is similar to gith in appearance bitter and an excellent stomachic it is used as an ingredient in antidotes chapter ninety six palagala one remedy paligala is a palm in height with leaves like those of the lentil at the extremity of the stem it has an astringent taste taken in drink it increases the milk in nursing women chapter ninety seven poterion fernion, or nouris, four remedies poterion or as some call it fernion, or neuris throws out numerous branches is shrivelled and prickly and covered with a thick down the leaves of it are small and round the branch is long soft thin and flexible and the blossom elongated and of a grass green colour the seed is never used but it has a pungent flavor and a powerful smell the plant is found growing upon moist watery elevations the roots are two or three in number some two cubits in length sinewy white and firm it is dug up in autumn and the stem yields a juice like gum when cut the root is said to be of wonderful efficacy as an application for the cure of wounds more particularly of the sinews even when severed a decoction of it is also taken with honey for relaxations of the sinews or for weakness or wounds of those parts chapter ninety eight the phalangitis phalangion or leucacantha four remedies the phalangitis is by some called phalangion and by others leucanthemum or as i find it written in some copies leucacantha. its branches are diminutive never less than two in number and running in contrary directions the blossom is white and similar to the flower of the red lily the seed dark and broad resembling the half of a lentil but much thinner and the root slender and of a grass-green color the leaves blossoms or seed of this plant are employed for the cure of wounds inflicted by scorpions serpents and the phalangium and for the removal of griping pains in the bowels chapter ninety nine the one property as for the phytuma i think it is a mere loss of time to describe it it being only used as an ingredient in filters. chapter one hundred the phalan one property the greeks give the name of phalan to a plant which grows among the rocks in mountainous spots the female plant is of more grass-green color than the other with a thin stem a diminutive root and a round seed like that of the poppy this last kind ensures the conception of issue of the same sex while the male plant differing only in the seed which resembles the olive at its first appearance ensures the conception of male issue they are both taken in wine chapter 101 the philandrian two remedies the philandrian grows in marshy spots and has a leaf like that of parsley the seed of it is taken in drink for calculi and affections of the bladder chapter 102 the phalaris two remedies the phalaris has a long thin stem like a reed with a drooping flower at the extremity the seed is like that of sesame this plant too taken with milk and honey in wine or vinegar breaks urinary calculi and is curative of diseases of the bladder chapter one hundred and three the polarison five remedies the polarison has leaves like those of myrtle and numerous roots these roots are pounded and administered in wine for injuries inflicted by serpents they are useful also for cattle chapter one hundred and four the proserpinaca five remedies the proserpinaca a common plant enough is an excellent remedy for the sting of the scorpion powdered and mixed with brine and oil in which the mina has been preserved it is an excellent cure they say for quinsy. it is also stated that however fatigued a person may be to the extent even of losing his voice he will be sure to be refreshed by putting this plant beneath his tongue and that if it is eaten a vomit will be the result productive of good effects chapter one hundred and five Racoma thirty six remedies rachoma is imported from the regions situate beyond pontus the root of it is similar to black costus but smaller and somewhat redder inodorous and of a hot astringent flavor when pounded it yields a color like that of wine but inclining to saffron applied topically it reduces abscesses and inflammations and heals wounds used with raisin wine it allays deflections of the eyes with honey ecchymosis and with vinegar livid marks upon the skin reduced to powder it is sprinkled upon malignant ulcers and is given internally for spitting of blood in doses of one drachma in water for dysentery and affections if unattended with fever it is administered in wine but if there is fever in water it is pounded more easily when it has been steeped in water the night before a decoction of it is given in doses of two drachmy for ruptures convulsions contusions and falls with violence in cases of pains in the chest a little pepper and myrrh is added when the stomach is deranged it is taken in cold water and the same in cases of chronic cough purulent expectorations liver complaint affections of the spleen sciatica diseases of the kidneys asthma and hardness of breathing pounded and taken in doses of three oboli in raisin wine or used in the form of a decoction it cures irritations of the trachea applied with vinegar it acts as a detergent upon lichens it is taken in drink also for flatulency cold shiverings chilly fevers hiccup gripings of the bowels herpetic ulcerations oppressions of the head vertigo attended with melancholy lassitude accompanied with pain and convulsions chapter one hundred and six the recetta two remedies in the vicinity of ariminum there is a well-known plant called recetta it disperses abscesses and all kinds of inflammations those who employ it for these purposes add the following words recetta allay this disease knowest thou not knowest thou not what chick it is that has torn up these roots let it have nor head nor feet this formula is repeated thrice the party spitting on the ground each time chapter one hundred and seven the stichus three remedies the stichus grows only in the islands of that name it is an odoriferous plant which leaves like those of hyssop and of a bitter taste taken in drink it promotes menstruation and allays pains in the chest it forms an ingredient also in antidotes chapter one hundred and eight the solanum by the greeks called strychnon two remedial properties the solanum according to cornelius celsus is called strychnon by the greeks it is possessed of repercussive and refrigerative properties chapter one hundred and nine smyrnion thirty two remedies Synon two remedies smyrnion has a stem like that of parsley but larger leaves and growing principally about the young shoots which are numerous from the midst of these shoots the leaves make their appearance unctuous and bending towards the ground this plant has a medicinal smell penetrating to a certain degree and agreeable the color of it is a pale yellow and the stems bear rounded umbels like those of dill with a round black seed which dries at the beginning of summer the root also is odoriferous of an acrid pungent flavor soft and juicy black on the outer coat and pale within The smell of it partakes very much of the nature of that of myrrh to which in fact it owes its name it grows in localities of a stony nature or covered with humus its medicinal properties are warming and resolvent the leaves and root are used as a diuretic and as an amenagogue the seed arrests diarrhoea and the root applied topically disperses abscesses and suppurations provided they are not inveterate and reduces indurated tumors it is useful also for injuries inflicted by the phalangium and by serpents taken in wine with the addition of caccharis polyum, or melissophalum the dose however must be taken a little at a time only for otherwise it acts as an emetic a reason for which it is sometimes administered with rue the seed or root is curative of cough hardness of breathing and diseases of the thoracic organs spleen kidneys and bladder the root too is used for ruptures and convulsions this plant facilitates delivery and brings away the afterbirth it is also given in combination with crethmos in wine for sciatica it acts as a sudorific and carminative for which reason it is used to disperse flatulency of the stomach it promotes also the cicatrization of wounds a juice is extracted from the root which is very useful for female complaints and for affections of the thoracic organs, a viscera possessing, as it does, certain calorific, digestive, and detergent properties, the seed in particular is given in drink for dropsy. External applications being made of the juice, and emollient poultices applied of the dried rind of the root. It is used also as a seasoning for food, boiled meat in particular, with the addition of honeyed wine, oil, and garum. Sinon, a plant with a flavour very like that of pepper promotes the digestion and is highly efficacious for pains in the stomach chapter one hundred and ten telephion four remedies telephion resembles purslane in the stem and leaves from the root of it there spring seven or eight small branches covered with thick fleshy leaves it grows in cultivated spots and among vines in particular it is used as an application for freckles being removed as soon as dry it is employed also for white more few being applied some six hours each night or day and the treatment continued for about three months after removing it barley-meal should be applied caliphion is healing also for wounds and fistulas chapter one hundred and eleven trichomanes five remedies the trichomanes is a plant that resembles the Andiantum, except that it is more slender and of a darker colour the leaves of it which are similar to those of the lentil lie close together on opposite sides and have a bitter taste a decoction of this plant taken in white wine with the addition of wild cummin is curative of stranguary bruised and applied to the head it prevents the hair from falling off and where it has come off restores it pounded and applied with oil it effects the cure of alopecia. the mere taste of it is provocative of sneezing chapter one hundred and twelve the phylectrum one remedy the phylectrum has leaves like those of coriander only somewhat more unctuous and a stem resembling that of the poppy it is found growing everywhere in champagne localities more particularly the leaves applied with honey heal ulcers chapter one hundred and thirteen philaspe and persicon nappy for remedies of philaspe there are two kinds the first of which has narrow leaves about a finger in length and breadth turned toward the ground and divided at the point it has a slender stem half a foot in length and not wholly destitute of branches the seed enclosed in a crescent-shaped capsule is similar to a lentil in shape except that it has a jagged appearance to which in fact it owes its name the flower is white and the plant is found near footpaths and in hedges the seed which has an acrid flavor carries off bile and pituitous secretions by vomit and by alvine evacuation the proper dose being one acetabulum it is used also for sciatica in the form of an injection this treatment being persevered in until it has induced a discharge of blood it acts also as an emmenagogue, but is fatal to the fetus the other the last be known by some as persicon nappy has broad leaves and large roots and is also very useful as an injection for sciatica both plants are very serviceable for in quinal complaints it being recommended that the person who gathers them should mention that he has taken them for diseases of the groin for abscesses of all kinds and for wounds and that he should pluck them with one hand only chapter one hundred and fourteen the Trachinia one property what sort of plant the Trachinia is the authorities do not state i think that the assurance given by democritus must be false for it would be nothing less than a prodigy for a plant attached as an amulet to consume the spleen in so short a time as three days chapter one hundred and fifteen the Traganus or tragion four remedies the Traganus or tragion grows nowhere but in the maritime districts of the isle of crete it resembles the juniper in the seed leaf and branches its milky juice which thickens in the form of a gum or its seed taken in drink expels pointed weapons from the flesh the plant too is pounded fresh and applied as a liniment with wine or dried and powdered with honey it increases the milk in nursing women and is a sovereign remedy for diseases of the mammalia chapter one hundred and sixteen the tragos or scorpion for remedies there is another plant also called tragos or scorpion by some half a foot in height branchy destitute of leaves and bearing diminutive red clusters with a seed like that of wheat but pointed at the extremity this too grows in maritime localities Ten or twelve tops of the branches bruised and taken in wine are remedial in cases of keliac affections dysentery spitting of blood and excessive menstruation chapter one hundred and seventeen the tragopogon or come there is the tragopogon also by some called come a plant with a small stem leaves like those of saffron an elongated sweet root and a large swarthy calyx at the extremity of the stem it grows in rugged soils and is never used chapter one hundred and eighteen the ages of plants such then is all that i have hitherto been enabled to learn or discover worthy of mention relative to plants at the close of this subject it seems to me that it will not be out of place to remind the reader that the properties of plants vary according to their age it is elatarium, as already stated that preserves its properties the longest of all the black chameleon retains its virtues forty years centuary not more than twelve pucidonum and aristolochia six in the wild vine one year that is to say if they are kept in the shade i would remark also that beyond those animals which breed within the plants there are none that attack the roots of any of those which have been mentioned by me with the exception indeed of the sfondyle, a kind of creeping insect which infests them all chapter one hundred and nineteen how the greatest efficacy in plants may be ensured it is also an undoubted truth that the virtues and properties of all roots are more feebly developed when the fruit has been allowed to ripen and that it is the same with the seed when incisions have been previously made in the root for the extraction of the juice the efficacy too of all plants is impaired by making habitual use of them and these substances if employed daily lose equally their good or bad properties when required to be effectual all plants too have more powerful properties when grown in soils that are cold and exposed to the northeastern blasts or in dry localities chapter one hundred and twenty maladies peculiar to various nations there are certain differences also by no means inconsiderable in the predispositions of the various nations of the earth i have been informed for instance that the people of egypt arabia syria and calicia are subject to tapeworm and mawworm while those of thracia and phrygia on the other hand are totally exempt from them this however is less surprising than the fact that although attica and boeotia are adjoining territories the thebans are troubled with these inflictions, while among the people of athens they are unknown considerations of this description lead me now to turn my attention to the nature of the animated beings themselves and the medicinal properties which are inborn in them the most assured remedies perhaps for all diseases for nature in fact that parent of all things has produced no animated being for the purpose solely of eating she has willed that it should be born to satisfy the wants of others and in its very vitals has implanted medicaments conducive to health while she has implanted them in mute and inanimate objects even she has equally willed that these the most invaluable aids of life should be also derived from the life of another a subject for contemplation marvellous in the highest degree summary remedies narratives and observations six hundred and two roman authors quoted caius walgius pompeius linnaeus sextius niger who wrote in greek julius bassus who wrote in greek antonius castor cornelius celsus foreign authors quoted theophrastus apollodorus democritus aristogiton Orpheus, Pythagoras, Mago, Menander, who wrote the Biocresta, Nicander. Medical authors quoted Menesithius, Timoristus, Simus, Hippocrates, Chrysippus, Diocles, Ophelion, Heraclides, Hycassius, Dionysius, Apollodorus of Cytium, Apollodorus of Tarentum, Praxagoras Pleistonicus Medius, Diuches Cleophantus Philistion aesculapiades Cretuus Protonius Diodotus iolus erasistratus diagoras andreas Emenesides, epicharmus damian Telepolamus metrodorus solo lycus olympius of thebes philinus patricius micton glaucius xenocrates end of section eight